Yo, 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 welcome to the Theo and Amber podcast. Changing your habits will change your life. Man, I'm so glad we are finally sharing Jill and Scott's transformation. Up to date, they have lost a combined weight of almost 60 pounds. It's been so cool to see how they have been gradually progressing over the years. Two words I always use, consistency and progress. That's what they have been such examples of. We wanted to get them on the show to share their testimony with you. You're going to hear the mind games and the challenges that come with change, but you're also going to hear the victories and the complete perspective shift that keeps them motivated. There's a lot of takeaways in this conversation with these guys. Tune in, check it out, digest it, and hopefully you do something with it. And if you like it, make sure you guys share it because others need to hear it too. All right, guys, it's Coach Theo, Coach Amber here, and today we're with our friends Scott and Jill Slaby. And we also got our kids in the background, too. One thing we always say is Theo and Amber podcast is unedited. So we're going to roll and just have a conversation. So excited to finally sit down and talk to you guys about your journey. And that's exactly what I want people to hear. You've been on an amazing journey. You've got sweet results, and it's still going. I just want I just want to highlight it because stories matter. People really care about stories, and they're going to learn more from your testimony, from what you guys have experienced, from what you're doing, than just when Coach Theo and Amber say, "Hey, do this," or give them advice, right? So that's why we really really want to capture it. But first, let's have some fun. So what I want to do is let's talk about you really quick, and then I want to ask you guys to share something about you that nobody knows. But before that, how long have you guys been married? It'll be 21 years in August. Yeah, wow. 21. 21 years, and you got four boys. Yeah. And what's their ages again? Uh, 15, 13, 9, and 8. 15, 13, 9, and 8. Okay, so, and Scott, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an attorney, a uh, patent attorney. Uh, I have a degree uh, in chemistry, and so uh, I do help people protect inventions and uh, things they have going on. That's awesome. How long have you been doing that? It'll be, I've been doing it for about 20 years. Gotcha. Yeah. And Jill, what do you currently do? I currently stay at home with our four boys, but I have a degree in chemistry as well. We met in graduate school. Um, so I used to be a chemist, and I also do photography. Sweet. Okay, so you met in grad school. Mm-hmm. So you've known each other for? 25 years. 25 years, yeah. Yeah. 25 years. okay, awesome. All right, now, think about what's one thing that nobody knows about you guys? <laughs> one, one thing, all right, one thing that nobody knows about me, we were just talking about drums, is uh, oh, yeah. uh, I play the Boran, which is an Irish frame really? drum. Really? So. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, I haven't wait. done it in a little while, but... Explain what that is, because I've so never heard of it. It's a frame drum. You hold it in your hand. You have a stick, and you just... You, it looks like for King Country, yeah, one of yeah, those yeah, big, it, drums, it one of big drums, but that's but awesome. You play it, uh, yeah, you just play it with a stick. It's called a tipper. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. One so, hand. Yeah, we kind of. Did you know Coach Theo knows how to play the drums? Well, I mean, I know basics. You can play the djembe. Yeah, I can play hand drums way better than I can play the basics on a regular drum set. (laughs) You can totally see you with some Mm -hmm. regular music. Oh, yes. I know. I don't ever stop. It's one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) My parents couldn't stand how much I drummed every time I sat down. I was drumming on something. Yeah. Um, And so that's amazing, dude. That's cool. cool. I never even knew that. What about you, Jill? Jeez. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think most people would know that I'm a chemist. I know. I actually I don't, did, think, I I don't think, think I knew that. Yeah. And my first job was with Bonnie Bell, so I might have developed Maybe some of I those little smackers. That. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Is that local? Yeah. They used to be in Westlake and Lakewood. They went out of business. 
Oh, they did. See, we're older than you. Lip smackers were like huge. <laughs> I, I used to have. I used to have a bag of like two hundred of all the different. They're awesome, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yes, they were really cool. Yeah, I never knew you were a chemist. That's awesome. So cool. Well, let me ask you this: How long have you been at FMU? I think I've been here four years. So Jill started with us. I started first. And how'd you start with us? Tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> nice lead in there. Um, met you guys at preschool because Gio was in preschool with Charlie, and I might have been in like the worst shape ever. And I kept asking kind of questions because I'm like, "Wow, would this ever work out? Could I go there?" And you know, just talking at pick up and drop off. And then when George started preschool, who's our youngest. I finally had free time. It's the first time in 13 years that everybody was in school. So I posted a picture on Facebook of me sitting with my feet up at Cracker Park and having something to drink and reading outside. And um, Amber wrote back, wow, you have some free time. Now you can come <laughs> to the gym. And I did. I can't believe I walked into a Saturday class. Yeah. And that was That's years you, Am. You always do that. Would I force her into coming? <laughs> you were like, hey, no, you, you changed got some our free lives. Time. Honestly. And she, you came into a Saturday class and you walked in uh, to an 8 o'clock class. Yeah. <laughs> was it packed that day? It was packed. Because sometimes 8 o'clocks are huge. It was packed. And I mean, what were your feelings? Because I think one of the hardest scared. things is people walking in sometimes. That's I the hardest thing. I was intimidated. I was. And I tried not to be. But there were so many people here. I mean, that you know, so many good people that. Somebody stuck with me and made sure I knew what I was doing and made me feel welcome and like, don't worry, you are where you are, and yeah, just went from there. That's awesome. Well, we did those core flights today where you and I was going up to a pike. Yeah. I remember that was, I think, on the first day, and I couldn't even do it. Wow. Could not even do it. Well, you know, and it's a huge step when you walk into a gym and you start taking that step to get physically healthy mm -hmm. with working out. And what we'll talk about today is we know that's just one piece. And obviously, but that started it. it that started. was like the start. Yeah. And so we always say sign up for something because it's the start. And then throughout the process, you start figuring out all the other pieces and you just slowly start changing those as you go. So you started here, then Scott decided to join, but what influenced you and how, and how long after? Um, well, I'd kind of been doing stuff at home, like maybe just had some weights or something like that and do stuff in our basement. And Jill had been going, and it was, I think it was over Christmas break, and she's like, just come with me on a Saturday and check it out. And, uh, you know, she thought I'd like it just from the different things that you, that we do here. And, um, and so I came, and it was, it was fantastic. I loved the workout. I mean, it was um, a lot of athletic moves, and um, it was just, I mean, way more than I was doing, and yeah. it just it felt great. From a guy perspective, sometimes when we think of group training, I don't know about you, um, we don't know exactly what's going on because we almost envision like a lot of girls doing like aerobics or something. When you came in here, did you have a gauge of what it was going to be like? Um, not really, but... You, did, you, did, you, did you know it was going to be like that when you did it? Like, did you expect it to be the athletic training that we did? No, I don't think I did right away. So that was kind of like appealing yeah. to you? Yeah. And, um, and then you had a little setback, dude. Because when you first started, I remember, I I remember we were up. doing something we don't ever do. We were doing barbell bench press. <laughs> yeah. And you tore something. Yeah, and you so tore your bicep. I had just started full-time um, in, in January of uh, 2016. And it, it was in February. It was, I was a month in. And we were doing that, doing the bench press. And I, I think I was going down. And I just felt this 
my ringing like in my upper chest and uh, knew it wasn't good. Yeah. And at first I thought I tore my bicep, but uh, yeah, I tore my pectoral tendon. Oh, it was the pectoral oh, tendon yeah. connected to the shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember feeling like, like we don't ever do those. Right. <laughs> and the reason why is because it restricts you. So it restricts range of motion. If people do have sensitive shoulders, and I felt terrible. I'm like, he's never coming back. <laughs> I knew I was going to come it. back, though. I knew I was going to come back. That's funny, because I didn't think he would be back either after that. I remember how upset you were when that happened. Oh, I was so upset. I was like, darn it. And, uh, well, and here's, again, it's cool. I want people to hear, again, the journey, what it takes, setbacks happen, and how they just keep persevering and keep going through. All right, sweet. So, Scott, well, to date... Like, almost combined, these guys have lost 60 pounds. Yeah, so we're, we're talking about three to four years, right? Incredible. Yeah. Three to really four years. Two, I mean, two for him. Really yeah. two for me. Yeah. This first couple of years, I didn't pay any attention to diet. And yeah. so I probably lost 10 pounds and thought, this is great. I lost 10 pounds. But it really wasn't until you started to kick in and then really until the last year. Because I kind of lost some, then some will go back on. and Yeah. But Are you close to, you said, the lightest you've been since... Oh, gosh. I'm light. Yeah, I'm lighter. This is the least I've weighed since before I was pregnant with Henry. Your oldest. No, our second. Second, second. second. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, and I'm still not where I want to be. Yeah. But, So, a total of almost 60 pounds. Scott, um, almost 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. Jill, 32 pounds. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. That's awesome. Physical accomplishments I love that happened recently are... Scott's massive increase in pull-ups. Yeah. He started at maybe how many? Last summer, I don't know if I know if I could do five. So I remember we were doing. I was still using the bands a lot, yeah. and we would do them during Assistant. class. And um, and Matt Kraska, one of our uh, somebody we worked out with, he's like, "Hey, did you ever try them? You know, without?" And so I did, and I could do a few. Yeah. And so we just keep, you know. So then when we would do them, I would try to do them without. Um, and then he actually, and then you did, you put up your pull-up challenge, and I thought, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll do that. I didn't really have the time to, to do that full set just with everything else, you know, going on. Yeah. Um, but I would try to come before class and do some, and and I increased it a little bit, and then and actually Matt then put up this challenge, and he's like, we're going to do 25 pull-ups um, after every class for 25 classes, and so I'm like, all right, I'll do it, and and I just did different things, like I tried to, you know, see how many I could max out at. Um, I would do, you know, variations of like, you know, I'd do 10, 8, 6 or something like that. Just do different things and yeah. maybe try to do some weighted ones every now and then. Um, and then now? And then I just, the one day I'm like, all right, I'm just going to try to see what I got. And I got the 21, which was crazy. amazing. For, so Again, he picked months. something. Group accountability. Mm-hmm. So we have a guy in here who challenged guys to mm-hmm. do them, which is another huge, powerful success tip. And then he actually took on the challenge and did it. And went from 5 to 21. That's Unreal. A, that's a huge jump. And now we started his own challenge. Which You're is? Doing... Oh, I've been doing uh, 40 push-ups for 40 classes. I've been seeing you do push-ups, man. Yeah. Which is interesting because someone challenged me re- recently. Rich challenged me to see how many I can get to. Because supposedly if you can do 40 straight without stopping for a male over 40 years old, that's elite. Uh-huh. So it's a good goal. I'm, I'm not anywhere. No, I'm not. I'm, do, I'm doing forty. I, I'm not doing forty in a row. They're Let me tell you this too, man. I will say for anybody that's elite. I rarely have met even great athletes that can do forty straight perfect push-ups. So I would say, from my measurement, that's elite for any age. Now, Jill, the one highlight that I've noticed is just 
you will go out and run a mile. Yeah, I know. And it's no big it? deal. <laughs> the one who hates running. <laughs> yes, but I love my mile. And that right. wasn't always you. No, are you kidding me? You guys will go for a mile and be like, whatever, I'm going to walk. <laughs> yep. So and it's now just, I run. yeah. Huge transformation, you know? Just the mm-hmm. mindset. This is one thing that we got to make sure we talk about with Jill, is especially. Both of these guys have been slashing the mindset over the years. I have a very fixed mindset when it comes to stuff like this. So I. We've you've drugged me along because you are not you are you've got a growth mindset proactive yeah well and <laughs> for stuff like this yeah. yes that's good well, I'm that very counts. fixed and I'm very like no I'm too old I can't do it but right. I'm changing yeah. it changing that's right it. I've noticed it over the years you've been changing it and little things like that from not wanting to do a mile hating it refusing to go out or walk to <laughs> actually choosing sometimes to go out there. And do that mile. I wanted to go today, and I'm like, oh, it's really crummy, and we got here late. I'm not going to do it. I'm like, I kind of missed it. See? Are we going to talk about the whole 30? Because her mindset, I want to talk about that. Yeah, what, that's one of her things in here when we talk okay. about the little things that she started to do. So we're going to get to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just <laughs> wanted to highlight these changer. sweet it results and, and just show people that they didn't start here, and they've been making changes over the years. And so let's go into the why. One of the biggest things is you have to have a why when you want to change, especially what we say here when it comes to fitness and nutrition. It, it's not about you, but it starts with you. And so we know that the fitness industry is very vain and selfish. We created FMU because we didn't want it to be like that. When we changed our life, we realized it doesn't have to be selfish. It can actually be used for others for Mm -hmm. God, for people that need you. So let's talk a little bit about when you think about what started to click, why you started to take it up. Because, again, fitness is one piece. Yeah. And you realized you had to focus on nutrition because that's the biggest piece next to sleep. Well, I think think the why, we had to find it because, um, actually, it was in 2016, we met with Amber. Mm -hmm. And I think we met, like, to have a kind of a food consult, consult with her and, you know, she went through our pantry and um, <laughs> stuff like that. But I think at the time, we were more focused on our kids yep. and saying, you know, what can we do to get them to eat better? And when we look, they're like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Oh, and yeah. so, like, and even the stuff we talked about, it still just didn't really click, like, even for us at that time. Um, and then when you guys did uh, the challenge at the beginning of uh, in January of 2017, um, the, the nutrition challenge, um, from your your e-booklet yeah um i actually i i I remember seeing it and i told jill the one day i came in i'm like oh you know i'm thinking about doing this she's like i signed up so like okay so we're doing it and 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 i think it was important to say like all right i need to do this um i just needed to be healthier like i said working out was great and i felt good but i'm like i needed to be healthier i knew i wasn't eating right i was i mean i would drink I would drink Dr. Pepper at night. I would drink Dr. Pepper and have cheese and crackers like at eight o'clock at night. It was just and it was like habit. I mean, mean, (laughs) but like almost every night, I'm like, and I and I knew, you know, I just knew I wasn't eating healthy and Mm -hmm. and needed to be um, just healthier for for Jill for our kids Mm -hmm. again. Hopefully, be around better. Set a set a good example for them. Yeah, Uh, you know, well, couples that do this together, way higher success rate. Yes. I think it's hard for couples that don't have their spouse totally. fully on board. It'd be really, really hard, especially with the whole 30. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah, would, be, yeah. that would yeah. be really challenging. Or I mean, even eating now, we're still meal planning together. I mean, even though we slack off here and there, we 
We do it together. Yeah, you keep you keep each other rising up even if you fall back. And the fact that, you know, he's like, I want to do this challenge. And you're like, already signed up. That's huge. Yeah. Huge. I know couples that have one that's completely resistant and opposite. And I think that really makes it hard for people to be successful. When we do these challenges that Scott's talking about, you know, every, it seems like every January, every fall, and sometimes every May, we try to throw out a challenge because we just know that we all need it. But guys, I went, I went through a phase where I never wanted to do one again because I was getting frustrated with people not committing and fulfilling what they said they would do. And what motivates me is people like you who, if even that one person says, I'm going to do this, I'm going to stick to the plan, I'm going to follow what you guys say, I'm going to change even just one habit, that's what's refreshing for me. And so things like watching what you guys have done, that's what sparks me to say, let's just keep doing them. Because it's not about me, but mm-hmm. what do I do? I take it personal when someone doesn't follow the plan, right? <laughs> we do that. We do. And it's like we gotta, we've got we realized over years of training that we can't do that. No, you can't because yeah. it's hard and that it's our mindsets. Too, right? Yeah, there's a lot. Well, and we're just the Catalyst. environment, experience, opportunity, encouragement. And it's just like faith. You know, mm-hmm. God changes people, not us. And it's like you get up on stage as a pastor, you, you preach the message, you be as loving as you can to people, but human beings don't have the power. We do influence people, but we're just like the messengers. Mm-hmm. So our hope is that, well, I think, I guess my deficit was stop thinking that this is like something in my power. Present the info, right. meet people where they're at. Because mm-hmm. you know it that take like... take them four years right, to get right. that head over the head. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and And... You know, where we're at right now, we have information that we didn't have 10 years ago. Yeah. So it's like every year you add more, but we can't expect people to be fully where we're at. Mm-hmm. Because, like, things that were so hard for you to change um, three years ago are easier now. And things that you want to change now will be easier next year. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one thing, like, uh, thinking about it, the, the challenge that we did, the first challenge that we did, help lay a foundation like i don't know how the whole 30 would have gone for us if we had just gone Mm. if that would have been the first thing we'd done it might have been fine but i i'm not sure because that would have felt like a bigger change right at the time yeah i'm so glad you said that man so glad you said that because that's the (laughs) that's the process man is that it's 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 constantly a process you sign up for the one thing you learn a little bit you sign up for the next thing you learn a little bit and by the fourth one the fifth one you just keep learning you just keep applying jill scott said being a great example for the kids do you have any other whys or maybe the same for what really clicked for you the same and I don't know. I'm I'm not in my 30s anymore. And, I, you know, you start to think about things and you start to look at family histories. And I'm like, I got to change something now. I got to start changing it. Because I do want to be around for them. And I want to set a good example. And I want to enjoy being with you after they all finally move out of the house. So. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Just yeah. a ways off. It's a ways off. <laughs> but. How, how, how's your youngest? George's eight. 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 Yeah. It's not that far away. <laughs> it's scary that in like 10 years, yeah, it's going to be like a flash. Did you guys always work out? Yeah, we did. We, we were yeah. both athletic. We both played 
sports in high school and kept active through college and yeah even after and yeah after and we were after. married we were we do yoga um, mm-hmm. for a while and then do you know always just do different things yeah walking together. a lot so yeah it's pretty active. active yeah but didn't always focus on eating no 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 now the whole 30 that amber keeps bringing up we did this past <laughs> january was that something that was a huge catalyst for you joe huge huge and i didn't want to sign up for it i was mad yeah, <laughs> and I signed up more like, all right, fine, I'll do it. I'll show them that it's not going to work for me. I'll just, I'll just show that you know it won't work. What were your takeaways? Like, oh once my you gosh, started it experience? works. It, my body is so much happier. It's, it's crazy how much better we feel, how much more energy we're fueling our bodies with what it needs. And the, and the whole thirty for anyone that doesn't understand is our focus. Our focus with it was just getting people to eat whole, real food. Mm-hmm. So just starting to realize that you got to eat real food that's not processed, not loaded with garbage, comes from the earth. Um, God created it as little as possible with men getting their hands in the mix and manufacturing it. So the whole 30 is just like, let's focus on eating stuff that is actually supposed to go into our body. Scott, what were your main takeaways before I ask Jill her main takeaways about the whole 30, if any. Um, it was just eye-opening to see, like, well, I noticed, um, I noticed big changes, like, just in the way I felt. Like, after, um, even after working out, I didn't have as much, uh, you know, joint stiffness or, or you know, not, I don't really have a lot of pain or anything like that, but my, my no joint stiffness or anything like that. Like inflammation uh, yeah. reduces yeah, that was big probably time. The, that was probably the oh biggest thing I noticed um, from, from doing that, yeah. Sometimes when people have pain, I'm like, it's inflammation. Yeah. You know, it's not like a, a major joint, chronic joint issue. Sometimes it's this chronic inflammation. And when you get rid of it, you notice that that pain goes away. But again, sometimes if your mind's not there, you don't even think that food's associated with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, how could that even affect it? When you understand food and how inflammatory it can be, you realize the power of it. So what were some of your main takeaways, Jill, from the Whole30 that you, or maybe like, what did you get rid of that you never thought you can get rid of? Coffee creamer. (laughs) Coffee creamer. I don't, I mean, if I get coffee out somewhere, I'll get a little bit of cream in it, but we don't buy it at home. I used to buy it by the half gallon, or the half gallon, and we go through it in a week. Like, I drank so much coffee creamer. Yeah. That's sugar, right? Yeah, sugar I and mean, dairy. It up so much, right? Yeah. So, so the, like, I, my inflammation went down. Like, I and even now, if we have like some gluten or some dairy, it bloats back up. But my bloating went down. I shrunk. You lost your sugar cravings. Didn't I you? lost my sugar cravings. My skin cleared up. I haven't broken out. And my arms wow. used to be well. They they are right now because I had pizza. But um, I would get like this eczema rash on my arms. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can we can we talk about her? Um, attitude towards the whole thing yeah. the first well, her attitude the first few days <laughs> was fixed mindset yes kind of it was oh. i remember you coming in here like angry i was that first day i was angry and i told you made yeah. sure to tell you i i just could see it <laughs> and, and it's the awareness that's huge when it comes to change it's like i'm aware that i'm doing things wrong i'm aware that it's frustrating as heck but you accepted responsibility i knew i was gonna do it i was just mad yeah I was like a toddler, which is totally. which is not which uncommon is not either. Like it's, it's normal. Change is hard. Yeah, it's hard. I don't like you were change. like a toddler. You're like I hate this. You came in <laughs> <laughs> wrong place. I want my coffee creamer. Yeah. 
It started to get better. It did. We did it. I you mean, change your palate. You change your mental palate. Your uh-huh. I think it was palette. only after like a, a week and you were back to normal again. And you're like, I think I can do this. This is like, good. I made it through a week. It's yep. okay. Once you got through the headaches and yep. the sugar withdrawal, you realize and then that you, you don't need it. started noticing all the changes and the positive things that were happening from it. Yeah, sugar is more addictive than Heroin. some drugs. I believe it. It's a serious, serious thing. Did you give up dairy and gluten? Mm-hmm. To the challenge, mm-hmm. you and in Whole30, yeah. right? Yeah. Did you stay since then, or is it just sometimes now? Now you know to just eliminate it, but do yeah. it sparingly. I mean, sometimes like we went out for ice cream last night. Right. We're gonna be real. Like we took the kids out for ice cream. We each had one scoop, but I mean, it's not like we have a lot of right. dairy. Don't do it every day. Don't. Right. Uh, and we don't really do sandwiches anymore. No. Or breads. Yeah. I love bread. Yeah, we love bread. And you're just way more conscious of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're going to do it, like, do it once. And then right. Or now, like, yeah, well, like, when we had the pizza, like, I, I feel like I noticed that. I'm like, all right, I don't know if I'm getting a little bit of that, right? Sure. But and you I, can tell I, because I, it's I not been in your system. It's it, giving yeah. an inflammatory response. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and you remember how we used to eat and not even think about what we ate? You just oh my ate, God, just all eat. the time. Well, it was just was, like, I'm hungry, I want to eat. That yeah. was a big thing. You're like, you know, think about this. Like, you would, right, you, it, what, what both challenges forced me to do was be intentional about it um, and to really think about what I was eating. Like yeah. the first one, you know, we did was more. I was tracking and using my fitness. Like I was tracking food. <laughs> and like scale. I have a I have a scale. <laughs> I weigh food out, um, it, which I still do. But like I don't track anymore because of what we're eating now. And because yeah. you don't so need to. Right, we don't need to. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Great, man. Um, great thing that you brought up. Because it's, it's a very overwhelming, conscious, like, obsession at the beginning. And a lot of people don't want to work through that. Because mm-hmm. it's totally changing your whole, like, way of life. Yeah. But it does get better. Yeah. And yeah. you get to the point well, where... he's built that foundation now that he You knows. just know, yeah. Right. Well, and, tra- and tracking helped me because, like, you know, entering it in, writing down what I was eating. Was, and then you're aware then, of how then much I'm aware. It's are. like, oh, okay, well, yeah. So I'm eating this much sugar or, you know, I'm getting this much of something. And it was really helpful in, in that process. And more, again, just seeing, like... Okay, if I have this snack, what's it going to do? Yeah. Um, Where's it going to put me? And yeah, and is it worth it? Yeah. Because it's like, all right, uh, I've been working my butt off. Is it worth what it's going to do to me? Right. Is it worth feeling like garbage? Yes. And like exactly. you guys said, there's always some times where you say, you know what? I've been really good all week. I know what's going to happen when I eat this pizza, but I'm going to accept it because you're conscious of it. Yeah. You're not just eating just to eat. You're not just uh, like doing it out of habit and a lot of what we're talking about right now is the whole process of habit changing habit formation and this is why I love that you're bringing that up it's an obsession at first and you have to think about it and it is something that messes with your emotions and you do get angry and too often what we see is people are like but I just don't want to experience that so I'm going back to the way I used to eat I don't want to tell myself I can't have something I don't want to feel angry but if you just work through it, you get to the point where, like, you come out of it, and it's just so much easier. It's the first time I think I've totally worked through it. You started to really do the deep work of capturing your thoughts, being aware of it, and working through it, mm-hmm. and it gets so much better. Yeah. All right, you have four boys. Hmm. Boys eat a lot, and boys are stubborn when it comes to what they eat. Now, one of the things we hear all the time with changing is, well, I can't because I got kids, and they want to eat that. Did you experience anything with like getting rid of stuff that you never put in the house anymore or or 
just like conflict when you wanted to prepare a meal and then they wanted to eat something else. Did you experience anything good, bad, ugly? No, that's pretty much every day. We still get that. Yeah. So that wasn't that wasn't that big of a change. Um, no, but we've gotten rid of juices and pop. Yeah, that's great. They don't come in the house unless it's like a big occasion or a party, and that's like once right. every few months. Yeah, and for awesome. them, I notice them like they'll just like they're fine. They're just going, they just go and get water, water. and they yeah. get like big things of water and drink. Yeah, that's, so, that's great. So that's like that's a thing. step one. Yeah. And do they even miss the pop? Some Maybe. some would probably tell you they every do. once in a while. <laughs> I, two of them, I think, yes. Yeah. What about, um, did you add anything, like certain healthy foods that maybe at first they weren't well-received, or maybe they were well-received? Well, we keep adding in, like, more fruits and vegetables. And I think... Yeah, I think adding in vegetables, like, because that was the one thing, even when we, you know, again, when I started this, like, I started eating more vegetables, but still probably wasn't eating a lot or enough. Right. Um, and, and even something like at breakfast, I think somebody posted something and said, oh, you know, having greens. And I never associated having greens with breakfast. I'm like, it's just, you, you get used to eating, it's like breakfast is like, you know, eggs and sausage and something, you know. And, right. And, like, and toast. Well, why not? And yeah. so I, you know, so I just started doing that. So, yeah, so I think incorporating, you know, making sure have a vegetable with every meal. That's awesome. Yeah. And starting to eat different ones, like trying different ones. Like I was never, you know, I didn't like, pe- I never really ate peppers or anything like I that. I know, he likes peppers now. That's awesome. Like, peppers oh, are, are my good. favorite. Yeah. So I love peppers. just adding, trying to add stuff in and, um, and just peppers. Really introducing like it now. to the kids. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, that's not easy. And that's very much still a work of progress. Oh, totally. But you're setting such a good foundation. And, and that's what we always say. Like, I know, I know for a fact, guys, setting the foundation even if they rebel when they go to college because they f- just get hooked on junk food crack, they're going to come back to this fellow. I just know. I, and actually, I know that they're going to thank us because what you said earlier is when you eat bad food, you notice what it does to your body when you are on a majority of the time eating good food. Mm-hmm. But people that eat bad food all the time, they just don't understand. So no, they just think that's how it's supposed to feel. Yeah. So I know these guys, as they grow up, if they ever start exploring, like, eating bad food all the time, they're going to realize, like, I don't want to feel like that. Now I understand what my parents were trying to tell yeah. me. Hopefully, because, I mean, sometimes they'll come in, it'll be 10 o'clock at night, you're like, oh, my stomach. And like, I, I can tell you exactly you why ate. your stomach yeah. exactly. Yes. I saw exactly. what you ate. Yeah, it's yes. the conversation. Yes. Yeah. It's the conversation. And so this has been such an amazing conversation. Uh, there's so many takeaways. I want to just finish with one more main question. And that is, I always say the little things add up to the big things. Like it's what you do a little bit each day that makes the huge difference down the road. What you're doing right now, like I said, is just going to keep adding up over the years. And is there something little or maybe a few little things that you just noticed were just huge game changers in the bigger picture of things? And it could be like instead of drinking juice, you drink water. Instead of eating after 8 p.m., yeah. you stopped. Yeah. Well, I think initially, like, you know, eliminating a couple things, uh, like eliminating pop, mm-hmm. eliminating chips, like, that was probably the first couple things that I cut out, and that made a big difference because, you know, starting to replace them with better things. Mm-hmm. And I think, like And I said, drinking more water. And drinking more water, yeah. And um, eating more vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it, it's all just kind of built on each other. Like, like you said, like 
making a little step at first, okay, and then adding something in, and then that becomes a, you know that becomes the next step. Of, I feel um, like they're a perfect example of setting that foundation. You know, it's not just happened overnight, but it's mm -hmm. it's taken several years. But look how far they've come. You know. Yeah. Oh, and and guys, this is what I wanted to capture for people because mm -hmm. I've been watching these guys, and this is a perfect example of what's happening. And I I've thought re lately, like yesterday, I think this thought popped in my head. We gotta start telling people when they sign up here, minimum ten year commitment. <laughs> <laughs> ten years. Because I think what we've noticed is every year it's like you slash old habits, you add yeah. new ones. Yeah. Every year you slash Slowly another old one. Slowly but surely. And I think it just it takes so much time to get it. Because fitness is one aspect. Nutrition is the biggest it's but the also biggest. hardest piece. That's harder. It's like we don't even know what to do sometimes because there's too much garbage out there. Right. Is there anything that is on your not to do list ever again? Like I, I say sometimes, like don't just say what you're gonna do. But what, what will you never do again? And maybe it's hard to say never, but something that you just won't probably ever do regularly again. Like maybe you'll eat dairy every once in a while, but you'll yeah. never do it on a consistent basis again. Yeah. Do you know no. what I mean? Gluten too, gluten yeah. and dairy. I just yeah, don't ever wanna yeah, have those be a normal part of my diet. And I even just have, I. I I don't even have a taste for it anymore. I just, it's, yeah. I, I mean, I see what the difference was, and I'm like, yeah, why, why bother? Right. And even right. like, because there's some like, uh, and and I'll I'll do it again, but like, there's some, I mean, there's some pizzas that I like, but I'm like, I don't even have a taste for that anymore because I know what it's gonna do. Exactly. Angels. Um, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> and it's like I know what it's going to do to me. There's some really cool so, cauliflower crust pizzas um, out there. <laughs> I just bought some at Costco. Or that Capelli's. Capelli's. Um, it's made with like an almond flour base. That pizza's amazing. Ooh. From Whole Foods. It's mm -hmm. your favorite. Mm. I'll have to try it's that. really good. And they even yes. have like a goat cheese instead of a dairy, like instead of like a you know regular yeah. cow milk, um, which is more. It's a little more sensitive. Effective. Yeah. yeah. See what we can. We can trick the boys. Yeah. Eating it. It's good. My kids both liked it. They didn't know. Yeah, you make an awesome paleo crust too. Yes. Well, and um, in our upcoming podcast, we'll be sharing about how, how people can identify what works best for them. Because what works best for one person doesn't always work best for others. So it's finding out what healthy foods work best for you. Uh, so yeah, just such an awesome conversation, guys. And you know, our kids are in the background, and it's been about 30 minutes, and they know it's time. Like You can just sense that yep. they're starting to run around, and they're like, okay, Alana, That's when we know it's a signal. Alana has a play date in 10 minutes. So ah. she wants us to shut it down. <laughs> so um, I think we, one thing I want to do on podcast is start praying. So can I pray us yeah. out and then finish it out with these guys? Sure. And then, uh, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. So let's pray. God, just thank you for an amazing conversation with Jill and Scott. And for what you've been doing in their lives, I know that faith for them is number one. And it shows, but it's also the combination now with faith and fitness and understanding that it's not about them. It's about honoring the gift of life that God gave them and being an example. God, you call us to be examples. And so it's not about us, but it starts with us doing our part because we got kids watching us. And it's setting the habits right now for them so that we are training them in the way that you want us to train them. And so we're just so grateful for them being a part of this family, for them sharing the story today. And we just hope that it hits somebody who's listening right now so they know it's never too late. They're never too far gone. Change is hard, but it's doable. And that we just got to surrender and give it all up to you, Lord. So continue to be with them, to give them the strength, to give them the wisdom, 
to continue this journey and just keep progressing and making progress every single day, month, and year. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you guys so much for being here. For anyone that's listening, we encourage you to share this. Uh, Apple iTunes, theoandamber.com. Make sure you guys give us some good ratings because it will help get the message out. That's right. God bless you all and have a fantastic day.